Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's a breaking news edition of the Bama Online Podcast. Travis Schreier, senior analyst for BOL alongside site publisher Tim Watson. They've been coming fast and furious, Tim. We've been talking a lot about 2024 commitments here in the last few days, but a big, big pickup on the 2025 front for Alabama as Jamie French, the nation's number four wide receiver prospect for the class of 2025, has pulled the trigger for the Crimson Tide. Yeah, this is a you know another Florida native. I know how we all love Florida wide receivers and skilled players. And you watch this guy, man, he is good. He's from your hometown, Jacksonville. Um, this guy's a good football player. He's fast. He's got tremendous hand eye coordination, good catch radius, big hands. I tell you, his film, you love his film, I mean, when you watch him, but his seven-on-seven footage that Joseph Hastings got, Charles Powers, some of these guys got out there and filmed the seven-on-seven. This guy's arm length, his reach, again, his catch radius is huge, one-handed, going up and getting balls, high-pointing balls. Also with a guy that's got some speed. I mean, he's got plenty of speed, take it to the house, very smooth athlete. So, you're seeing all this attention to the 2024, and quietly, very quietly, you look up, and Alabama's 2025 class has some very elite players. Obviously, Ryan Williams is one everybody talks about, and they should. Everyone should talk about Ryan Williams, number one wide receiver in the country. And then you add in Jamie French, who I think is in the top three from the guys I saw. He's in that top three radius. So Alabama hitting a home run with that wide receiver position right now. Yeah, French at 6'1 or so and 180 pounds from Mandarin High School, as you said, right there in Duval County, Jacksonville, Florida. Chose Alabama over Florida State, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Penn State, and a host of others. 44 catches for French last season as a sophomore at one of the highest levels of high school football in the state of Florida. I think that says something as well. And you watch his tape, you see him work inside, you see him work outside for the Mustangs, very controlled in and out of his breaks, got enough speed to split the safety and backside corner on some of the in-breaking routes that he works, really good in the quick game as well. And I like what Mandarin does with Jamie French. They move him around, kind of like Lane Kiffin with his guy when he's got that type of receiver in his offense. They get him touches in a variety of ways, really nice release against press coverage he shows, and a toughness and physicality that shows up when he works the middle of the field as well. You know, when you talk about these wide receivers that Alabama's attracting here and continues to attract, this is a continuation of some things we've seen in recent years. A lot of times it goes back to the quarterback position. So I'm going to ask you this. Maybe it is, maybe it is something, isn't something. But when you have a commitment for 2024 from a quarterback like Julian saying, do you attribute some of this success to the wide receivers we're seeing uh, commit to Alabama, even for 2025 to, you know, having that sort of guy in place for the future behind center. Yeah. I think, you know, the guy was this high profile, you know, Alabama missed that opportunity 
with Bryce, really, because he flipped late, you know, and he was pretty quiet and that whole thing, so they missed it. But having Julian Sagan committed, you know, he's the number one quarterback in the country uh, from on three and Charles Power. I mean, having him committed early, high-profile guy, and even whether they know him or not, I guarantee you these guys know of him because he won the Elite 11. Uh, they've seen him around. He's committed to Alabama. So you've got guys, they realize who the each other is, so they know that quarterback's on campus. Like I say, it certainly can't hurt. You know what I mean? It certainly can't hurt that they have uh, those that kind of that kind of press that you can't really pay for to see Julian is the guy. Julian's featured, and he got a lot of coverage again during the Elite Eleven. So if you didn't know about him and you follow recruiting before then, you certainly know about him. You certainly know about him now. Man, you you think about future classes and how they're already stacking up and. Uh, you look at a variety of positions, really. It seems like we've been talking more about the offensive line of late, but always a good thing when you're able to go ahead and this early in the process with you know, this level of a recruit, not that you know Alabama hasn't done it in the past, but uh, were you a little surprised to see French go ahead this early in the process and make his decision? Not really. I mean, in general, I think maybe you could say you're surprised, but knowing how much, you know, he loved, I mean, this has been, you know, coming for a while. He visited in early June, loved it, absolutely loved it, came away. And I think his decision was made after that. I do think he went, I know he went to Florida. He might've went some other places. So I know, do know he's taken some visits. He's been to FSU several times. So this isn't a guy that like took a visit and then just committed on the spot. He took a visit, waited a while, took some more visits. And uh, so, I mean, seems to have a good, you know, good idea of what he wants to do. But in early June on that, that uh, after that visit, you know, a lot of the feedback we got was, hey, this kid wants to go to Bama. This kid wants to go to Bama. Now you've got that visit high. You know what I mean? You come off those visits and you've got everybody chanting your name. You've got lobster steak, hanging out with head coaches, former NFL players, whatever the case may be. So there's an emotional high to it. But when, you know, you wait an additional six weeks, you know, he's definitely came back down and made a decision I think he's comfortable with right now. Yeah, that Jacksonville area has been pretty good to Alabama in the Nick Saban era. Just a couple of guys by the name of Mac Jones and Derrick Henry. <laughs> Heisman Trophy winner and a Heisman Trophy finalist. I, I think I think it's worked out pretty good with a couple of those guys. Yeah, I think they like the Jacksonville area. And you get that, again, you get that explosive wide receiver, which is uh, kind of the tone setter. You know, the 25 class, I know we discussed this, but – uh, it's all offense. It's all offense. It is two monster offensive linemen, Mason Short and Dontrell Glover. And then you've also got Ryan Williams, who's a speedster, Jamie French, who can move. And you got Anthony Rogers. So you got a running back committed from Pike County, who's definitely a guy that can fly. And you got two wide receivers that can fly. So speed wise, you're looking for, you know, a skill position. If you like speed at skill position, you're, you're definitely happy with this class. And if you like big monsters, you know, you know, and babies, these are, you know, you look at Mason Short, Dontrell Glover, they're 300 pounds and they're babies. They're sophomores going into their junior year. So really interesting how these classes are shaping out, how some of these guys are getting ahead in that 25 class. When you start thinking about classes beyond the current cycle that we're in right now, are are you are you having to consider the possibility for reclassification in football more and more? Because just from my perspective, I'm not in it every day like you and Andrew Bone and Joseph Hastings. It just feels like that's that's more of a possibility with 
these younger guys um, than it's ever been before. Well, the quarter, you know, the quarterback position pretty much set this off to me because, you know, it, there's a little confusion because, you know, a lot of times, and I don't know if there's a handbook for quarterback dads that they get handed out or what, but a lot of times these dads will hold or the parents will hold back that kid when, you know, early on to give them a little bit of yeah. a advantage, which isn't a terrible idea. I mean, there's, you know, there, that's not a terrible idea to have a little bit more mature quarterback, um, you know, uh, as he gets to high school and even mature as a, a human, as a kid, it's, it's not bad to be going to, you know, you go to college at 18 years old and all kind of stuff can happen. So maybe another year of maturity. But also I think it's mostly physical. Well, if they do that sixth, seventh, eighth grade, whatever, and then the guy hits the growth spurt, he's going to do a sophomore year. Now he's six foot four, two ten. He obviously doesn't need that. He can move up. So really a lot of them are just reclassifying back to their same grade. But I think that was with the quarterbacks. I think with these other guys, I think, yeah, they plan ahead. We saw a quarterback committed to Florida who reclassified from 25 to 23 and flipped to Ole Miss and enrolled. So we're seeing Wild. more and more yeah. of an option. And you got to have that mind. You know, I'm torn. I, you know, I've discussed this before. I'm kind of torn on the issue because you do have, you know, they are teenagers and they are missing, you know, senior year was a good year. I don't know about everybody else, but not a lot of school, prom, everything that goes along with being a senior. But then again, some of these guys at 18 years old are, are, are mentally adults. You know, they think, you know, they think you had the NIL, you got business decisions, uh, more business decisions are adding that first contract the earlier in the NFL, the earlier you, you know, you get to that second contract, uh, you know, that all that same for the NBA. So I think you definitely have to factor it in. Um, and there's been discussions. I mean, we're hearing more and more discussions outside of just the quarterback position. So I think it's something we definitely have to keep an eye on. Something we will continue to monitor, but for right now, it is Jamie French, an elite wide receiver prospect for the class of 2025, who has announced in favor of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Tim, uh, who knows? Let me leave you with one thought, too. The thing I found interesting was 2025 quarterback George McIntyre, who's ranked top, top 10 or 12, 15 in the country. He's coming to Alabama on the 29th for the cookout. You know, everybody's got a, you know, everybody's grilling hot dogs on the 28th and 29th. We all have different names for it, but he's coming in. Uh, Ryan Williams will be there. Some of the other, you know, the commitments we talked about, Dontrell Glover, uh, Zyke Held, some of the young guys, there'll be more. But, you know, he's number two quarterback in the nation in the 25 class. So I'm curious what he's going to think about having the number one, you know, two of the top three wide receivers in the country committed. So I also don't think that hurts with that 25 group. There you go. It's not just Julian saying there is always another quarterback prospect in the pipeline as well. well. Tim, great stuff. As we bring you the commitment of Jamie French, number four wide receiver prospect for the class of 2025, according to the on three rankings to Alabama. Tim, anything else before we get out of here? No, that is it. I think we're good for now, but you never know when somebody's going to set up a visit. I mean, some guys set them well in advance, and some guys give us two days' notice. You know, we've had, uh, you know, Zaki Helton gave us a uh, hour notice, I think, we had to prepare for his commitment, the 2026 offensive lineman. So you never know. A lot of activity on the round table. Andrew Bone, Joseph Hastings, me covering recruiting. Also, the teams loaded Travis, Charlie Potter, Clint Lamb, Jimmy Stein. I mean, there's not anything we can't discuss. 
from football to every streaming service known to man. <laughs> Korean baseball. We can even discuss Korean baseball. So, so absolutely. Table. We got you covered right there at BamaOnline.com for Tim Whites. Thanks again for joining us right here on the Bama Online Podcast. Travis Ryer, until next time, so long, everybody. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.